Okay, okay, you dumb guys over there in the violin section. Come on now, I'm the conductor of this thing. Okay, oh, that dog. Oh, I'm quitting. This is this is too much for me. Carlo. We'll Carlo. never have a symphony in Duckburg unless you lugs get it together. <laughs> Carlo, you you hold in yourself both the best and the worst qualities of the canine. Oh, I wanted to say. Oh, well, I'm certainly. Oh, I can't say I understood all of it, Bob. But it was well, it was a real compliment. I think both to me and the boys on the force, and we didn't have to be forced to come down here tonight either, because we kind of know what you are going to say to us and how much you think of the work we're doing around here, barking at everybody that comes into Duckburg. Because uh, many of my friends have asked, some of the littler fellas, the little mice, you know, the, the little pants on and all that, they've asked why we have to, why we spend so much uh, time out, you know, running why around and barking at so people. Why do they spend so much time out barking and, uh, around people? And many people, people, many people have wondered about I all the sniffing around people's pants legs and everything. But this is because we have now, a, jo a job to do, you know. And, and if a few people get hurt in the process, well, you know, what's it to us? Everybody's got their got their job, Bob. You yeah, know what's what, what, what is your job? Job. Uh, my job? Yeah. Um, well, my job is a uh, philosopher. You're, you're a philosopher, eh? That's right. Well, this is very fine. Uh, tell us, uh, what is the main object of your study? Well, I'm a monkey philosopher, Bob. You this... are, uh, you, you deal then with the monkeys. You, That's uh, right. Philosophize with the monkeys? Do you deal, I mean, do you, do you talk to them about philosophy or? I don't talk to sit many down. of them. I Come philosophize on, most of the time. Here, here. I see. You seem to have two voices. I've got vocal identity, which is the thing that turns monkeys into human beings, so I better be better be careful. Well, this is a terrible uh, disease, and of course, late at night here see? tonight, we like to take our time to deal with some of these uh, these terrible diseases that people have. And here's I a famous a movie star diseases right over here in to my tell you about bag. them. Here's, here's Charlton <laughs> Piston. Charlton? Thank you very much. You know, <clears throat> the thing that's happening out here at the National Health Education Committee is the following, that, that health is improving all over the world. And <coughs> this wonderful. is very bad for us philanthropic uh, associations that are collecting money and, of course, our salaries are paid through the voluntary contributions of thousands of people out there. And uh, actually, fewer people are dying all the time. So we're being run out of business here, and, and I'd like to petition people that even if, even if things are getting better, why help us to make them even better than yeah, best. Yeah, run out in front of then, a car. That's right. Uh, contribute your part to this great work. That I got your wonderful with. hairnet that your wonderful organization sent That was made the by the Indians, I'll have you know, sir. No snappy remarks about our hairnets here. No, don't Those be, are made don't. by Mohawk Indians. Try they it. have beads on them, as you can see. Certainly. They're very attractive. They certainly are. A lot of old ladies wear them where I come from. We had a man wear one to hold up the shotgun liquor store last week, and the man behind the counter just bought one for his son because of your wonderful organization. And he said, I don't know why you're doing this. You're, you're causing a, a great... Uh, a great a lot of confusion for people who love that organization. We think it helps to save trees, too. Certainly does. Because, because I carry my groceries home in it like the European women do. I just carry it like a little fish you bag. You carry your Wait. groceries home in it? I in certainly your fish do, net? Man. In my hairnet. In your hairnet. Oh, yes, that's right. The, the mohawk man. hairnets that we're... That's right. That's what we week. were talking about. That's right. The only problem yes, with the hairnets is when they get rained memory. on. They, they just, uh, the smell is awful. Mohawk smell. Yeah, but then the if rain. you walk in the sun, they shrink up on your head and you get hallucinations. <laughs> uh, hey, baby, after the show, see me. Listen, we got, uh, we got a letter here. Guys, this came a, a, long, a long way away. This came from... Let me see that. 
Oh. Well, I'll read half, half of it. <laughs> the first half. This came to us from a land far away. Well, hi. I'm yep. 23, and I never thought that I'd be writing a fan letter in my life, but here's one. I've been in Nam for 17 months now. About seven months ago, a friend received your last album from the world. There's always been a group of five heads who get together at night and relax. Nobody's just. We, we listen to we listen to some hard stuff, and then when we're really stoned, yeah, they listen to it there and call the president. They're not shooting it. They're not. They're listening, listening to it. To it. I, th I thought this would bring you to certain revelations. You see. And, and then you've got to believe me, he goes on, when I say that it has changed our lifestyle here in, in Nam. We have it memorized and yell out phrases from it and use some for replies to straights and sometimes even run through a skit between a couple of guys. Needless to say, no one knows why we're laughing or what we're talking about because nothing's funny. <laughs> so, some of the lifers have even picked it up and are using it unknowingly. Lifers. I figured that the ultimate would be this situation. You're at a party and you're mixing with the folks, and every I'm once sorry. in a while, you slip in a phrase or a word from the album. Eat it raw, so. <laughs> 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 Pretty intellectual there, Carlson. <laughs> Third record. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you can see, nobody picked it up. So eventually I got so desperate that I asked if anyone had ever heard of the Firesign Theater. Some had, so I tried turning people on to you. You don't get much out of your albums the first few times, so I wasn't <laughs> able to get much of a response. Nothing. I think I I'll have to get first, a new set of friends. Two albums in Hanoi, very big yeah. in old people's record vault. Well, I bought, brought all of your albums back to Nam, and they're okay, but they just don't come across like Don't Crush That Dwarf, Hand Me the Pliers. Which brings up a point. Huh? We had that album about two months before figuring out what it meant. One night, one guy is just hit with the revelation after studying the cover for about a half hour. Fantastic. Listening well, to hard stuff. so long. Thanks for the enjoyment so you've given us. So long. So long. Are you going to go back into the army? Last of the original five. Last of the lifers. Uh, last of the who's the last of the lifers? John J. Kybe. Mm. Last of the original five. Well, they figured out over there. <laughs> That's what it's in Vietnam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The other four were North Vietnamese who used to visit them at their <laughs> tent at night and bring in these great fire sand theater <laughs> albums. They brought in the hard stuff. Ten years after Steppenwolf. You know, that's what they did. Well, that was our big mail. That was our whole, since we've been on the air, I you think know what that's they, the most do you know what they poignant letter we've to, gotten. Do you know what they did to um, booby trap our records? In Vietnam? They, yeah. Ah, yes, I know, but go what? ahead and tell the folks. They smeared dung on them. Dung? Mm-hmm. Of course. Of course. Sure. Of course. They poisoned people if they sat That wasn't what yeah. I expected you to say. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say that they put them in the children's section of the PXs in Vietnam. No, that would have tied the whole thing the whole all together. You see? I, you see, now, well, in that well, case, you... my memory was working, Phil. About two minutes ago, yeah, but that, it, was, that, it that, was yours. That's you true uh, also. The clarinet mm -hmm. section is definitely better than the violin section. I've been practicing. people uh, don't, no, when are we ever going to play some music? I was born in 1913 today, reading about it. Born, dropped out in 1939... Born of aristocracy, born as Trotsky, too, on the wine's winds of change. Change? Frozen in Vienna, who would not let, I remember, let the Jew dreamer in. The season ran after having run at foxes, after boars for hours, and hours and more and more. I cannot remember until 1966. I was bored in 1913. I remember being Francois Picabia's holy guardian angel. I remember I could look into the past and into the future, could look over the brink of hell and see astral machines eating meat. 
The feast began in unhappy oak land in Belgium and ate white meat. White meat. White meat. White meat. I was in 1966, safe, crazy from history prison school and starting to struggle with a koan of me, five-year-old. Does paradise have curbs and streets? And I answered it. I am a free man. I live in a free country. As completely free as a lifetime ballpoint pen. I remember I'm here once, a laughing bacteria balance. 1939 to 1966 was strictly park and lock it, not responsible. Since then I've been harmless, Arab crybaby in the city. I've been good like I knew I could. I good and I getting better, composed. Birthday letter enclosed. Peter.